0: What's up, everybody? Thanks for pressing play today. In today's episode of Nerd Nostalgia, you're going to find me, Irvin, doing a solo episode and just talking about what I've been watching lately. So there's been a few shows that I've been into, so I'm going to discuss them, give you my overall thoughts. This should be a pretty quick episode. I just wanted to fill you guys in. I'm sitting on some content that I recorded with the boys the other day, so we should get that out to you guys. And then, of course, we'll have a bunch of other goodies coming up. If you could please head over to Apple Podcasts and drop that five stars, please take your boyfriend, girlfriends, take your mom's, grandma's, me-maw's, paws your dogs, your dad's, whoever's iPhone, grab theirs, hit the five star, you can do it on Apple MacBooks, you can do it on Apple iPads, I don't know if you can do it on Apple Watches, but I imagine so, you can do everything on there. Anyways, y'all know the drill, before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by. Panzer War. Oh, (laughs) and fuck you, Brian, with an I. Hey, 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 what's going on, all of you nostalgic, nerdy friends, my peeps, what's going on? I hope you are having a wonderful day. I did want to do a quick shout out before I jump into everything that's been on my queue, everything that I've been crushing as of lately. It's actually been an anime kick. We'll jump into each of these shows here in a bit. I'm only going to do very, very high level, even more high level than I normally do, Just because I'm pressed for time, I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Work has been kicking my tail as of late, but that's okay. I want to make sure that I get this info out to you guys. We've had one time, one week, where we didn't give you guys an episode. And so I was like, you know what? Never again. So this is it. This is is me committing to you guys, to the fans, giving the people what they want. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Y'all know me. I'm a fucking goof. But I wanted to give this quick shout out to Don't Forget About Us podcast show. They are back. They took a little quick hiatus there, but they're back better than ever. Go check them out. Shout out to my boy, Ryan, uh, keeping you in my thoughts and prayers, brother. Another quick shout out. I want to give a shout out to the official comic book community that is basically gets you more followers. It's a follow for follower. I've gotten thousands of followers based off of this and based off of our girl uh silver age sweetheart shout out to her real quick but go to silver age dot comic dot loop this is the community's original follow loop she puts her heart and soul into this thing and we get i mean hundreds of followers almost every single time so shout out to her thank you so much for dedicating so much time to this and effort we definitely appreciate it and For you guys that are listening, if you want to grow your Instagram, by all means, come over, follow us, uh, sign up for The Loop. The next one is going to be on Sundays. I think that might be the regular schedule moving forward. But yeah, man, uh, awesome people. I've connected with so many people, made friendships out there. There's a lot of cool, funny fucking people out there, uh, including our boy, Ryan, at Don't Forget About Us Podcast Show. Go check out their stuff, by the way. They're a funny podcast. They have a couple of uh, segments. The first one is, you know, discussing the lives of uh, actors or people that passed away. For example, Chadwick Boseman. That's probably on his to-do list. So, and if you haven't, give definitely give that one a go, Ryan. But then also they do a a funnier one where it's uh, he'll watch a terrible movie and he'll review it. So that one's pretty funny. I, I enjoy all of his content, but definitely give that one a check out. All right. Now that we have those shout-outs out of the way, let's talk about what I've been watching. I have been absolutely binging TV shows, so much so that my boys that are my gaming dudes, shout-out to all of them. Shout-out to Sarge. Shout-out to Angel. Shout-out to Endemic. Go check out his stuff on Twitch. Uh, Shout-out to Coach. Who else? We got uh, Fong. We got... Big John, we got Manny, my boy Manny, some of these guys are Marines, it's really cool, Um, I haven't met most of these guys, but I interact with them on a daily basis, uh, literally talking with them, you know on a daily basis, or we also set up a group me app where we all message back and forth too. So shout out to all those guys. If I miss somebody, I apologize. I'm sure I'd missed one or two people in there. I've been away from the group for about a month because I've literally just been crushing so much TV. I'm not even going to discuss everything that I've watched because some of it has been shitty, and I'm just going to pull out some of the good stuff that I've watched as of lately. I've been on this very big anime kick. I've noticed a cycle that I'll crush anime for about Two, three weeks, I'll give it a rest, and then I'll move back to something else. And so as of late, I've been crushing a lot of uh, anime. But then I've also been watching a few different shows on different platforms, and we'll discuss each of that here in a bit. And so without further ado, there's really three, four, five, six things that I want to discuss in today's episode. Half of them, 50% of them, are going to be anime. That's what I've been telling y'all. You know, I've been watching a lot of anime. And shout out to two people, actually, that recommend... Actually, you know, we'll shout it out whenever we uh, we get to the actual episode or when we get to the actual um, show, name, whatever. Sorry, I can't fucking talk lately. I'm not going to edit this out either because, I don't know, I like keeping that stuff in there. All right, let's talk about the thing that caught me completely off guard. Actually, you know what? Let's save that one. Let's go with... A documentary so this is something that was super interesting we were just talking about video games and gaming I think that community is super interesting as well being able to be friends with people that you've never met and have relationships with them and have friendships with them I think that's really something cool one of the guys and I'll quote I won't directly quote who it was and call him out but he thought that you know it was so strange that his best friends were guys that he had never met before And I thought that was so fucking cool when he said that. Granted, he had had a few IPAs. Shout out to IPA blank. Y'all know who you are. Um, And so he was, you know, il vero nel vino, truth and wine. That's a little saying that basically liquid courage is what it sums up to be. But he was right, you know, like these guys are people that I talk with on a regular basis. And I think that's so cool that, that you can have that type of friendship and relationship. And these are guys all over the country. Mind you, I've played a game on my phone where I built some of these friendships as well. Now, those didn't carry over because we it was basically through the phone, so it made it more difficult. And then they had the Discord, but I, I personally didn't like Discord, and so it made it difficult. But I did have a lot of friends on that game that were from different countries. It was a Game of Thrones Conquest. If you've ever played that, shout out to you. You know what it's about. It's spending your real fucking money in a virtual game, which is ludicrous, but I did it as well. And so I regret it a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I spent uh, spent way more money than I should have. Granted, it was over a year process time. It also kept me out of trouble. So whatever, you know, not that big a deal. Some people have uh, vices such as, you know, alcohol abuse. They fucking do cocaine or fucking crack or fucking heroin or whatever it is, you know. Maybe they pay for hookers. My vice is usually associated with nerdy shit. I like to fucking pay for comic books. That's this year's vice. Last year's vice was paying for that fucking video game. So dumb. You know, I could easily just go pay $50 for a video game and play it on my PlayStation 4. That's also what I've been doing. That keeps me out of trouble. So just imagine if I didn't have these other vices and all the money that I would have, guys. I'd be rich, bitch. But yeah, I digress. I'm getting sidetracked there. The, the concept is that, yeah, those guys, you know, they're all over the country, was able to establish friendships with them, but these other guys that I play with and I actually speak with on a regular basis, I think that's the, the big difference. I, um, I built relationships with them, so shout out to all my boys that, uh, that I play Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and Call of Duty Black Ops with, which I'm excited for the new one to come out. All right, but that's not why you're here. That's not what we're discussing. We're here to discuss High Score. That's the first documentary. It's a documentary on Netflix. That discusses basically the history of video games and how they came out to be. And I mean, it flies you to Japan, you're talking to Japanese executives, you know, how Nintendo started, and it's just a behind-the-scenes look at that whole process and that whole industry, which is really cool. And Netflix has been doing a really good job lately of doing these behind-the-scenes type of shows. They did it with a couple of other documentaries the first one is going to be the movies that made us. It's basically a behind-the-scenes look at some of some of the, our like most nostalgic, shout-out, movies that we watch. And so one of them that I remember watching, the, the, the episode that stuck out to me, was Home Alone. And one of the things from that show you find out was the house, the inside of the house and everything, it actually, it's not the actual house. They ended up creating this whole set inside a gymnasium to be able to create the scenes and do whatever they wanted, essentially. And so I thought that was really cool, really interesting piece of information. So give that a a check out. There's also another show called The Toys That Made Us. This is, I mean, pretty self-explanatory. It's about The Toys That Made Us. So you come to find out that certain toys were created literally just to sell fucking toys. Like they created worlds around the toys. And so that's a total fucking 90s thing. Back in the day, you know, big company, big corporations doing that kind of stuff. But that's a really cool show. They go over GI Joe, He-Man, Barbie, they go over Star Wars, you know, they'll they'll talk about the Trekkies and the Star Trek stuff, Transformers, Legos, Hello Kitty. I mean, pretty much everything and anything. The big ones that stood out to me which were my generational things were Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Those were the two big ones. And then they also had My Little Pony and then professional wrestling stuff, which the one professional wrestling stuff that I remember was the was the one guy and everybody had him, was the Stretch Armstrong. You know, he stretched, he was super stretchy. And so you could find these online still, and I think they make different versions of them. But I remember Stretch Armstrong and having one of those, and I thought it was, you know, one of the coolest toys that I had. A little nostalgia memory for you there. But this high score, it's essentially just giving you the history of all the video games. It's pretty interesting I'm not going to lie. I did zone out and I haven't completed it because I started getting onto other things that would catch my attention a little bit more, but it's still on my queue. I'm going to finish it because it is super interesting. It is nerdy stuff that, you know, I want to learn about. So give that a check out before, um, before it ends. No, that it's not going to fucking end Irvin, but yeah, just check it out. It, it seems really cool. I highly recommend it. Um, I just feel bad that I put it on as background noise and would get distracted, but that's a that's a me thing. That's an urban ADD thing. All right, moving on to a show that is fucking awesome. The Boys. Uh, they dropped the first three episodes and then they're switching to a weekly basis after that, and we'll discuss that here in a second, why I believe that they're actually doing that. But season one, absolutely awesome. It's such an interesting take to get... Um, you know, the Justice League and, and giving them human characteristics and basically making them pieces of shit. And so the story's unraveling. First three episodes were fire. Fourth episode was amazing. That's where we're at right now. I'm waiting for the next one to come out this week. But the the big thing about this isn't actually the show. It's the fact that they switched to a weekly basis. Some piece of shit fucking humans went to Amazon and started rating it, giving it shitty reviews Because they were pissed that they didn't get all 12 episodes, or however many episodes it is, at one time. And they couldn't binge it. Which I think is the most childish fucking snowflake millennial bullshit ass stuff. Which I'm a millennial, so I can say that shit, right? But yeah, that's some fucking horse shit. Like, okay bro, like calm down. You don't have to go give it a shitty review just because you can't binge watch it all in one fucking night. Anyways. Now, the reason I believe that they did that, that they switched from you know delivering it all at once to just delivering one every so often is because now all these uh, streaming platforms, the streaming wars is 100% happening, right? You have Netflix. You have HBO Max. You have Amazon Prime. You have... Or Prime Video, whatever the fuck it's called. You have Disney Plus. You have Peacock, which... Who the fuck has Peacock? You have... Hulu. So there's a lot of stuff that's out there and they're all vying for your attention, right? Well, one way to maintain your attention and also to stay on top of the zeitgeist is instead of dropping everything at one time, you break it up into segments. Not only do you create a want, a type of demand for it, but also you make sure that people are going to continue it to talk about your show so let's say that john doe has never fucking heard of the boys before and all of a sudden he hears me and jane talking about it and he's like whoa what show is that you know oh it's the boys it's on amazon so he'll now want to go possibly go buy the show and so it's gonna develop that conversation that water cooler talk at the office which no one's in the office but It's still going to be in the zeitgeist, right? It's going to be on social media. Instead of it being one weekend, like IG, example, fucking IE. I don't know why I said IG. Uh, Instagram is where my mind was. Sorry. (laughs) IE, fucking Umbrella Academy. Awesome show, great acting, solid story, but it was just one weekend, And then the hype is gone now. Like, who's talking about the Umbrella Academy still? No, people are talking about what happened in The Boys. People are talking about other shows. And so that's why I think that they do that. Now, the beauty of Amazon and Netflix as well, they actually don't really have to compete too hard for your attention. Netflix, because they're the fucking king, big ding-a-ling, like, they don't have to worry about it. They're number one. They have so many fucking subscribers that, you know, And they put out so much content that they don't have to worry about it. Now, people like Amazon don't really have to worry about it. And that's mainly because it's just an added bonus to free delivery or two-day delivery, whatever it is, right? So I don't get Amazon Video because it's awesome content on there. There's good content. The Boys is awesome. But they're very far and few in between. Now they're working on that. They're trying to better that. And I think once they do that, I think they're going to up their prices a little bit, but that's a whole nother conversation. They don't have to vie for your attention just because they have Amazon just as a company in general to support it. So people aren't going to go out of their way to be like, oh, I need to get Amazon Prime Video. No, you're getting it because you want two day fucking delivery, which is crazy. You know, wait three fucking days, guy, or four days. But I digress. Moving forward, The boys, super awesome. So far, Season 2 has been just as good, if not better, than Season 1. I think there's going to be a lot of twists in this one, but uh, one of the things, one of the people, and this isn't a spoiler because you've seen it in the previews, is Stormfront is there. They converted her into a woman. That was one thing that I believe they made a change from the comic books. But then I can't wait to see that fight with Homelander. So I'm excited for that. I think it's going to be a big deal. I think Stormfront is not going to survive. I haven't read the comics so I don't know. This is this is just a complete theory. But I believe that her and Homelander are going to get into it, but I think somehow she's going to end up dying cuz she's essentially the the big bad right now. She's making Homelander look almost normal, but you're like no, Homelander's still fucked up, but but almost normal. Like you almost feel sympathetic towards Homelander. Almost. Not quite, but almost. So yeah, The Boys, super awesome. That's on Amazon Prime. Give that a go. From there, I'm going to talk about something that completely caught me fucking off guard. A show that, shout out to my coworker, Pete. He's the one who told me about it. And I had seen previews to it, but I didn't pay attention to it. And I need to pay attention to all HBO shows. This is on HBO Max. Highly recommended. I think they're doing a special right now, $11.99 for I don't know how long, but it's, it's a fucking deal. Normally it's $14.99, so it's three bucks off. Highly recommend you go watch it, or go get it, because there's so much good content on there. But Raised by Wolves is a show on HBO Max. It's a sci-fi-based TV show by none other than Ridley Scott. Oh, yeah, you know who that is, right? Fucking Aliens, fucking Blade Runner, The Martian, most recently. Uh, Oh, you know, another little small fucking indie film called Gladiator? Yeah, so you know... It's fucking legit shit. God, I could just go through all the movies he's done, and I'm just like, God, he's fucking just created so many good things. But we're not going to get into that. That's not why we're here. Just know that he actually directed the first two episodes, and I believe they dropped, I think they did three, two, and then I want to say they're going to probably start switching over to one from here on out, which I think that's that's a good... Little system. Now HBO needs to do that on a weekly basis because when their big show was Game of Thrones, I remember specifically my brother would say, "All right, I'm canceling my HBO membership until the next season of Game of Thrones or whatever other show was similar to that." Right. So all these companies need to prolong the amount of time that they release their episodes just so they can keep those subscribers. So HBO, Disney Plus, they really need to do that. Disney Plus. The only thing that they're banking on is that they have pretty much everything Disney, right? Marvel, all that kind of stuff. But they really need to come out with some new content to be able to keep up with some of these other competitors. All right, moving forward, uh, Raised by Wolves, super awesome. It's Ridley Scott, it's sci-fi, check it out. Really good show, caught me completely by surprise. Highly recommend it. Now let's talk about three different animes that I've been watching. And so I've crushed them all. So Seven Deadly Sins came out with the latest season, and it was solid. It was good. They they added in some more lore. And for those that don't know what the seven deadly sins are, it's a super fun show. It's based off of the manga series that was uh, illustrated. And this is uh, this is all sourced from Wikipedia, by the way. So credit to Wikipedia. So written and illustrated by or illustrated by Nakaba Suzuki. The series follows Elizabeth, the third princess of the kingdom of Leonis, who is in search of the Seven Deadly Sins, a group of former Holy Knights who were disbanded after the kingdom was overthrown. She enlists the help of Mielitis and Hawk, the leader of the Seven Deadly Sins and the leader of the Order of Scraps Disposal, to assemble the remaining member of the Seven Deadly Sins and take back the kingdom from the Holy Knights. The series debuted on MBS and other Japanese networks back in October in 2015. So it's basically like this band of knights, there's magic involved, people have certain abilities, Uh, they were previously disbanded like I mentioned before, they're regrouped together, they fight amongst each other, you find out certain ones have certain powers, certain ones are demons, they fight against the Ten Commandments, and so one of the cool concepts is that they flip it, right? The seven deadly sins are actually the good things, and then the Ten Commandments are the bad things. And so you find out that there's brother and fighting involved. Very cool concept. Highly recommend this show. Uh, I crushed it in probably two, three days. I don't even remember how, how fast I watched it, but there's uh, a few a few seasons on Netflix that you can watch. So definitely, definitely suggest you give that one a go. The next one, very similar. It's a, uh, a slash and dash type of show. The vibes that I got from Kengen Nashuda was basically it's a tournament style, you know, Mortal Kombat. Street Fighter type of thing. It's also based on a Japanese manga written by Sandrovich Yabako and illustrated by Daromion. And so the plot is basically centered around this mild mannered kind of guy that comes across this tournament. It's since the Edo periods of Japan, it's like essentially like a gladiator arena that exists, and the fights happen between merchants. And so the way they bring it over to the modern age is big corporations like Nintendo, big corporations like McDonald's all have these, I guess, stock in in this uh, tournament and they all fight each other. So in these arenas, these, these wealthy business owners and merchants hire gladiators to fight on behalf of their company. So there's this one character called Tokita Oma, nicknamed Ashura, joins the are- arenas and devastates his opponents. His spectacular ability to crush his enemies catches the attention of the big business owners, including the Nogi Group, CEO Nogi Hideki. The show is really cool. Shout out to my Italian buddy, Marco, who suggested this show to me. He was like, bro, you got to check this out. It's absolutely awesome. He also said this in Italian. Your voice, parla l'Italiano, ciao, bella. Cosi come pizza, pasta. You know, I speak perfect Italian. No, I actually do speak Italian, y'all, but... My buddy told me about it. He's like, dude, it's it's really good. He's like, I was hyped the entire time. And so the first few episodes, it is very slow. I will warn you about that. But once it gets going, man, does it get going. So highly, highly, highly recommend you watch that one. You can find that on the old Netflix. And so normally you would find this show on like Hulu or Crunchyroll. And I'm sure they're probably on there. But yeah, it's a good show. Definitely recommend it. It's very bloody. It's very gory. It's like, you know, that slash and dash type of anime that exists right it's all about blood it's all about fighting it's all about action that kind of stuff now I'm going to spend a little bit more time on this final show which was recommended to me by someone you've heard before by Andy from all the way out in Singapore shout out to our buddy out in Singapore our fan out in Singapore please tell people about this show out there um yeah shout out to Andy for telling me about Haikyuu I don't know I'm fucking probably butchering that Hi, Q. I think that's how it is. Yep, yep, that's how it is because I remember doing the um, doing the mental note and thinking, oh, it's like, hi, cutie. So, hi, Q. So, this show is really interesting. It's, it's really good storytelling, and it also caught me off guard because it's not a show that I would typically go for. It's more of a kind of happy-go-lucky type of show, and I, I tend to avoid those in Japanese anime and manga as well. So, it's not quite that, though. It's more emphasized about competition athleticism so let's let's just give it let's just give it its due diligence here it's a show it's a japanese manga that was written and illustrated by Haruyuki faraduta faraduta uh, the story follows shoyo hinata a boy determined to become a great volleyball player despite his small stature sitting at 5'3, based off of the show its individual chapters were serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump from February 2012 through July 2020. So it just ended. As of May 2020, 43 Tanakobin volumes have been released in Japan by Shueshi. So the story starts you off in middle school, basically, in junior high school. Uh, Shoyo Hinata, um, he becomes obsessed with this volleyball player that he sees that was playing at Karasuno High School. Uh, winning their game to qualify for the Nationals on TV, dubbed the Little Giant. Being a short guy himself, uh, Hinata ins- basically was inspired by the players, by the player named the Little Giant. And so that's what prompted him to join the volleyball team. However, he's inexperienced, but he has mad motherfucking hops. My boy can jump. And so he joins the volleyball club at school, but the problem is he's the only one really worth anything or trying to like it's basically his other buddies are just there just to be there type of thing in his third and final year at junior high some of Hinata's friends agree to join the club so he can compete in a tournament in his first official game ever they suffer a crushing defeat to the team favored to win the tournament including third year Tobio Kageyama a prodigy setter nicknamed the king of the court for both his skill and his tyrannical play style The two spark a short rivalry, and following the game, Hinata vows to defeat Kageyama in high school. Hinata studies and is accepted to Karasuno, the same high school the Little Giant played for, but is shocked to discover that Kageyama has also chosen to attend Karasuno. Karasuno is revealed to have lost its reputation as a powerhouse school following the era of the Little Giant, often being referred to the Flightless Crows or the Clipped Crows by other local teams. However, by combining Kageyama's genius setting skills with Hanata's remarkable athleticism, the duo create an explosive new volleyball tactic and develop an unexpected but powerful setter-spiker partnership. Along the way, Hinata and Kageyama push each other into reaching their full potential and Hinata develops relationship with his first real team, thus beginning Karasuno's journey of redemption to restore their reputation and make it to nationals. So out on Netflix... Two seasons so far, hoping a third one drops soon. I'd imagine Crunchyroll probably has three, if not four, seasons. Very, very impressed by this show. I as an athlete, you can really connect to this. So if you've ever played sports, you can really connect to it. So it brought back a lot of memories to me of playing football back in the day, and even then just playing, you know, intramurals with friends later on in life, too. And so there's that competitiveness and It's really all about athleticism, friendship, and competitiveness and finding that extra gear and finding that new way to develop into a better player, into a better team. And so it tells wonderful stories uh, about the group, but it individualizes their journeys as well. And the dynamics that there are, there's, you know, there's quote-unquote skinheads is what they call them in there but it's it's a dumb nickname for one of the guys but they have like the tough guys they have guys that should be tough but are like little sensitive dudes you have the little guy that's a fucking beast mad hops and so it's not a story like normal japanese anime in the sense or any really regular cartoon like superman for example what happens in superman uh comic books and, and movies superman gets in trouble and then oh he saves the day And it's Superman that saves the day, right? Well, in this, because it's a volleyball team, it's not always Superman. Granted, the entire volleyball team could theoretically be categorized as Superman as they always find a way, but it's not completely given to them. So they start from the bottom and they work their way up to the top and they're just keep climbing and keep climbing. And you just see the the competitiveness of the main character and just his dynamic with other players and, and how they get there. I think it's super beautiful story. Highly recommend it definitely give that a go if you are looking for something to watch but yeah guys that's what i've been watching lately so high score on netflix the boys on amazon prime raised by wolves on hbo max seven deadly sins kengen ashura and haikyuu all on netflix so pretty diverse nothing on disney plus although they do have the mandalorian coming out at the end of next month pumped for that all right well Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, please head over to Apple Podcasts. Drop that five star. If you want to hang out and communicate with me, go over to our Instagram page, nerd.nostalgia.podcast, and chit-chat with us. Drop a comment, drop a like. We always chat with you guys. We love interacting there. We also sometimes sell comic books there. Not too often. We've done that once, but it was actually pretty successful. We should probably do it again. Hmm, Maybe we will. Shout out to all my people on Instagram. Like I said, go to... SilverAge.comic.loop. If you want more followers, you can interact with a lot of people there. You can find good comic books as well. And I know a lot of the people that sell their stuff because I fucking buy from them. So I can definitely give you recommendations if you are in the market for comic books. Also, some of these guys like Sinister Comics Realm, Gazer Collects, Oak Cliff Comics, uh, Don't Forget About Us Show Podcast, Snapped Slabs, or no, it's Slab Boxes now. All these guys, trusted people, definitely give them a follow as well because you have both my assurance and their assurance that you're going to get the stuff that you're looking for. And they'll also hunt for you, man. They'll look for whatever you are in the market for. So that's it, guys. Um, You know, Please drop that five-star again. I don't know. I don't know what else to sell. All right. I think that's it, guys. I'm going to head on out. Thank you again for joining me. I had a wonderful time with you guys. And remember, stay nerdy, my friends.